Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, we're starting to see some of the uh, dominoes fall here in the coaching ranks. And uh, this is typically where we do the fantasy football focus. And, well, this does matter for fantasy football. Oh, it absolutely ends does. up where? All those so, coordinator changes this year yeah. is going to be massive for fantasy. So over the weekend, it's announced that the Dallas Cowboys are parting ways with Kellen Moore, who I think mm-hmm. is highly overrated. Me too. I don't get the buzz. Yeah. Well, it doesn't It doesn't hurt that you've got Romo and Troy Aikman, who are two of the top crews, ah, going yeah. on and, and, oh, he's such a good he's, – he's head coaching material, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. And I think okay. Jerry loved them too, which probably means Aikman loves them and Romo loves them. You know, right? Right. Yeah. So, okay. so he's out – in Dallas, mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy going back to calling the plays because that worked so well in Green Bay. Yeah. And Moore is immediately scooped up by the Chargers, who also had a little bit of news over the weekend. Did you see that? I don't think so. If it's more than Moore getting hired. Oh, it's much, much more than that. Ooh. Like shoulder wow. surge shoulder surgery for Mr. Herbert. Oh, really? So he yeah, he, through this thing. He had uh he had his labrum repaired. Okay. And uh, as I can tell you from personal experience, that is yeah, no yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he he was playing through that all season long, so obviously, or at least a good portion of the season. So that's kind of a big deal because you've you've now it. brought in a new offensive coordinator and your quarterback's not going to be throwing a football for a few months. So as was the case in our hometown, um, I would say Lombardi with the Chargers was probably the most scrutinized offensive coordinator in the league or close to it. You have this unbelievable quarterback. You never throw the ball down the field. Now, I had problems with it as well. I, I didn't say, boy, Lombardi's doing a great job with the Chargers. But I've also been in buildings, and they didn't protect well. Their receivers were hurt all year. Their quarterback suffered a pretty good injury in the middle of the year he played through. And as you mentioned, apparently he had a shoulder that he was dealing with the whole time too. So maybe the playbook wasn't quite as working <laughs> as they thought. You know what I mean? Like it's easy to sit here and say, well, my guy in Madden can throw the ball down the field and boy, Herbert's awesome and has all this stuff. Well, if he doesn't have the, you know, you had the shoulder surgery. If his shoulder's messed up, does he still have the deep ball in his pocket? Maybe not, you know? Right. Yeah. Can he throw it? That's the, yeah, that's right. the key. So uh, that's an interesting move. Um, his season next year is not in jeopardy or anything, right? No, no. He's he's expected to be good to go for next year. But again, new offensive coordinator, and he's not going to get, you know, a ton of work in the offseason, um, you know, yeah, working, yeah, working with that. Uh, in Miami, I was asked, "Is more a huge upgrade over Lombardi?" I'm like, "Yeah, I wouldn't say that." I mean, people think Moore's is just. Uh, I don't so get it. Hot. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't really either. Uh, Vic Fangio hired yeah. by the Dolphins to be their new defensive coordinator. I think that's a really good move. Um, their head coach had a lot of rookie head coach moments this year. People were praising him way too early when they were flying high. And I do think he's a very good offensive mind and got a lot out of Tua when he was there. But he inherited the same Flores defense, and which is corners on islands, man coverage, and their corners kept getting hurt, and they kept still doing the same thing. Like, 
I kind of blame the head guy for that. Like that's what you signed up for, you know, and to, to pull Fangio out, who's considered, you know, one of the top two or three defensive coordinators on the planet is a good thing for them. They have some pieces in place. Um, I think this is a great hire for them. Plus he's maybe as importantly is a former head coach that the young head coach can bounce things off of and say, yeah, yeah. you know, I think that's super important. If the young head coach will listen, he listens. Yeah. If he actually asks the questions and listen, yeah. I don't know what they're really comes across to me a little bit like a know-it-all a little bit. Yeah. A little just, bit. kind of has that feel to him. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong on that, but just seems I mean, as head coaches go, he's certainly nerdy. <laughs> you know, <what> I mean, <laughs> guy or doesn't look like a lineman or, you know, but he does also kind of seem like he has all the answers, not to the Brandon Staley level, but I have a little bit. Of yeah, he's is he out there before the game doing yoga on the field, dating, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we also had the Jets make a new hire late last week, mm-hmm. and I don't know that that was a good move. They they hired Hackett, uh, the former. Uh, the former proposed Broncos head coach who wasn't a head coach. I don't no. know. He didn't call the offense in Green Bay. Now, no. he did call it in Jacksonville when he was there mm-hmm. and did, did a fine job with that team. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I don't know that he's a great offensive coordinator. And that, that's an, that to me screams that they think that they're getting Aaron Rodgers. Hundred percent. I think that's. I honestly, and a lot of people have told me this that when Denver hired them was a recruiting tool for Rodgers, and they thought that that was going to happen. Settled for Wilson. We saw how that went, and I was really critical of that offense, which was easy to do in Denver last year, as well as Wilson. But I think it's a little bit telling, and few seem to notice that after they got rid of Hackett, <laughs> it got better, <laughs> right? Markedly <laughs> better. Not bad. Yeah. Right. 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 Like maybe Wilson's not a horrible player, but I feel like the Jets are making the same mistake again. Like we're getting him to get Rodgers. I don't know if you're good at coordinating or not, but if you can get us Rodgers, that's the move. That might be swell. They might be in the championship next game next year. We might be talking about them 365 days from now, but I don't think that's the road I would travel because he's going to cost you two first round picks, or maybe two uh, two first round picks and a player, right? And you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, look what Wilson cost Seattle. It it ended up being you know five five first round picks or five picks and plus and players. I think there were five. Yeah, Shelby and Fant and those guys. Yeah, guys who were, you know, valuable pieces. Right. It won't be Sauce Gardner, but it might be some young guy, you know, that you were counting on or Yeah. What if what they say we need we want more? Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Corey Davis or you know, um, I don't quote me on this, but I think Rogers is a sixty million dollar cap hit next year. Yeah, it's big. It's insanely big. You know, so you're done. Like that's going to cost you your pick, the rest of your cap. It might work out, but and you know. probably end up having to redo his contract or give him a new one when you trade for him. Right? How many years is he going to keep going? I don't know. I don't know that I'm hitching my wagon to him at his stage of his career. Well, here's the thing, Matt. So Rogers' base salary next year mm-hmm. is one point one six five million. Okay. Now he has an option bonus that's fourteen point five seven five. 
that I assume would be part of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there, so really, Green Bay's taking on the the bulk of. He would be ninety nine million dollars in dead cap space. So they would uh, okay for for with extraordinary numbers surrounding yeah his for Green Bay for Green so, Bay. So Green Bay is going to want multiple first round draft picks and multiple players to take on that kind Deep of cap player. hit. Yeah, because they're taking they all they're, they're taking all the risk. They're taking yes. on all the the value of that cap or the but contract. Do you agree Green Bay has to do something. Like you can't run it back with Love and Rodgers again. No, one of them has to go. You have yeah. to make a decision on Love or kick him out the door. I don't know if he's good or not. And, and frankly, I don't even care. I didn't love him coming out of school. He looked good in the one game he played. That, that that to me hasn't changed my opinion one way or another. They know. I know. I don't. But you got to do something there. No, you have to absolutely. Yeah, you know it's it's reached a point now. I mean, Rogers is thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you you, how long is he going to want to play? And is he worth, quite frankly, the headaches that he costs? Now? That's what I mean. Is it's kind of like the Wilson situation? Like, it, it becomes now it becomes Antonio Brown like. Yeah, at some point that star player becomes too big of a distraction, and you have to let him go. Right, you know, and it seems like in New York from an outsider's perspective, that Robert Salah is starting to really put his stamp on the team. They have a strong front office with Douglas, and they're building the team, and those two are in charge of things. Well, now you're kind of giving up some power. You know, like you're giving some juice to the quarterback. I think I'd rather go like the Derek Carr route and spend less and keep my – Jimmy G or – Yeah, right, right, right. One of those guys aren't going to cost you your picks. Picks are important. Pictures and they've been hitting on them. They've done well with their picks. Well, when you have three first round draft picks, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure helps. Of yeah. course. Two of them are uh, top 10 picks. That doesn't hurt. <laughs> will Zach Wilson be a Jet? Is I don't think he guy? will. I don't think he will either. Does, would he go to Green Bay in the deal? Would he be one of the guys? You know, get yeah. him out of the building? Maybe. And, and I wouldn't be looking at it like, hey, sit here with Aaron Rodgers and turn yourself into a star, Zach. You know, like, I don't know that that's the move either. I don't know that Rodgers would be the best. That's what I mean. Mentor. Yeah, right. Like maybe Jimmy would or, you know. You know yeah, like right. Is he is he going to have Zach Wilson out, uh, you know, uh, Alibaba and, you know, smoking uh, mushrooms and things like that. <laughs> right, right. Or Braiding this, his hair and, you know. It's just the, 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 the role model we want. For an old, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I don't know. I, I tend to think Wilson will be elsewhere. He's Aaron Rodgers has become something of a uh, – uh, it's almost like a movie character now. Cartoon character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't wait for his football life or <laughs> he retires. Because I think there's a lot more going on behind there that we oh, don't know. He, yeah. he doesn't talk to his family. Right. Like, He's just, nobody, like, there's all kinds of weird stuff going on with him. Yeah. I mean, even his path. I mean, I was in the war room with the Browns the year he came out. You know, and he was nothing like that as a player. We liked him more than Alex Smith, and but we weren't drafting a quarterback. We took Braylon Edwards. But, like, even his path to the league is weird. You know, like, he was not this superhuman quarterback coming out of school. He was getting better. Then he sits behind Favre and then turns into a superstar. I mean, he's had a strange journey. It really has. Long, he's strange trip. Yes. <laughs> he's much stranger very rapidly. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, strange situations, Carolina Panthers hire Frank Reich as their head coach. Yeah. Safe. I didn't see that one coming. 
Me neither. I thought they were all about splash. Yeah. He's about splash. I, I do think he's a good quarterback guy. Um, he put his neck on the line for Wentz, so that doesn't look so good. No. I think it's I mean, a double. Does that mean that that's the route that they're going to go again? Are they going to – because that's what he's done the last couple of years with, with the Colts. He went the veteran route. I know. to win now. I know. And I don't think their roster is terrible. And if they had an adequate quarter – they'd probably win that division with Carr. Right. So, yeah. I mean, is that what he yeah. sold them on? Hey, I can come in here. I did it with – you know, these other guys, who mm-hmm. these other veteran guys, I brought them in. The roster was pretty good, and we won. Is that what they're looking to do? I assume Tepper was going to be go all in for somebody big or try to trade up for Young or Stroud or maybe Levis still ends up there or something along those lines. But it's peculiar. I mean, I think he'll get them to a 500-type team. Um, Are they the favorite in that division now? I don't even, we well, don't we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Right, right, right. I can't say that, but I don't know who is. Let's, I mean, let's assume they sign Derek Carr. That division could have four new quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, maybe Jameis ends up. Maybe they they sign Jameis. I don't. <laughs> he he can just work his way around the division. Yeah, could Lamar end up in Carolina? Uh, I think Atlanta is very realistic. Yeah, I think Atlanta is very realistic too. Um, I don't know about Carolina. I mean, I could see them trying to pull that off because that's what they, you know, they 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 want to make the big splash. Right, right, right. Um, but eh. I don't know if that's a Reich fit either. He's yeah. a little different than Rivers and Wentz and those guys. Ryan, you know. Yeah. So that that one's going to be an interesting one to watch. Um, yeah. You know what what way they go with that. Uh, and then finally, Matt, the uh, NFL set the salary cap. Informed teams today that the salary cap will be twenty two. Uh, $224.8 million. That's an increase of about $16 million from last year. Is that the biggest jump in recent memory? It's a pretty big jump. Yeah. Jump, right. Um, you know, because it, uh, it, it had to be a big jump this year because it, it actually it's, it kind of stagnated and even gone down the last couple of years. Right, right, right. Um, so now you're, you're back out of the COVID situation. Uh, there are fans in the, in the seats. Um, you can certainly, uh, see that jump and then next year you could be looking at an even bigger jump to maybe 250 it'll be 200 it'll be 240 plus next year let's put it that way yeah uh, there's two things to me that really tell the pulse or health of the league is the salary cap number but even more so is the value of franchises you know and those never even slow down i mean that's the best business <laughs> and you know i'm sure the cap they could handle the cap being double the size and still handle it but The fact that the cap keeps going up, I think, is really healthy for the league. Good for what we do for a living, obviously, things like that. But people are going to overreact to some of these contracts. Like Deontay Johnson is the best example, and you bring this up a ton. Yeah. Two years from now, it's going to be like an unbelievable bargain for a starting receiver. It's basically a bargain now. It already is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like the 30th highest paid receiver in the league. Let's, let's, Let's be realistic here. When what's his face from the Patriots, who's up this year, Myers, is getting $8 million more than Deontay Johnson and is three-quarters of the player, you'll understand the value, folks. You know, Yeah, that's just the way it works, and it's, uh, right. it's all part of it. But, uh, Matt, that's going to do it for our show today. So uh, right. we'll, we'll be back again on Wednesday. I'll have a couple of senior bowl practices under my belt, have yep. a better idea of what I'm seeing down here. Uh, and then, of course, we're back on Friday. We'll you know preview the game a little bit more, talk a little more senior bowl practices, uh, but uh, if you missed any of our show today, you can download 
full episodes of all of our SNR podcast shows, such as The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, The Steelers Standard with Tom and Jacob, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, For my partner, Matt Williamson, I am Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.